Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. I am one of your hosts, Amanda Nduka. And I am Dina Ray Ramos. And Dina, <laughs> tell them who we have this week. This week we have actress, filmmaker, you know, producer. She does everything. She does everything. Uh, up and comer, um, Charmaine Bingwa. She... She recently received the Heath Ledger Scholarship. Yeah, she, she's a first-generation Australian. Her parents moved here from Zimbabwe. Yeah. So she, she grew up in Australia. She recently moved to L.A. to further her talent. And she's, and she, like, making waves. Yeah, she say. is. And she's she's a super, super sweet person. She has a, a web series. It's called Little Sister. She's a trailer's online right yeah. now. You should check it out. Um, it's it's pretty funny actually. The yeah. premise is pretty funny. Mm. She 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 gave she'll, she'll give it to yeah. you in a little bit during the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But it's a pretty yeah it's a pretty funny pre- premise. And she's a guitar player. I know she played for Demi Lovato she guys. Demi Lovato. I think she performed with uh, Fifth Harmony. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Dino and her bonded over their their guitaring skills. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, she's probably way but she learned. Okay. No. Well, we'll, we'll just wait wait until you listen to the episode. Yeah. Maybe you should. Maybe y'all should play. We should have had you guys both play. Oh, I should have bought my guitar. <laughs> and we could have done a duet. And, and she went on electric, and that's not common. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, I guess not. Yeah. I, it, it was shocking to me. <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, so without further ado, here is Charmaine. Welcome, Charmaine. Okay. Yes. This is the New Hollywood Podcast. Thank Hi. you for being here. Oh my God, it's yeah. my pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean... We always like to start with kind of our, our guest origin story, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. you would say. Like, I mean, like, what was it like for you growing up and, you know, I guess your parents immigrated to Australia, correct? Totally. Yeah, correct. So your parents are from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Totally. Um, yeah, tell us about, tell us about like, that and growing up in, in that. In that. And, like, yeah. and like their expectations as immigrant parents. <laughs> yeah. You already know the answer to this one, though. You guys are yeah. like, mm-hmm. We always, like, wonder because it's like, might be different in you know different countries than yeah, it is totally. but probably not tell me yeah. tell me your growing up trauma <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the battle to find your I identity mean, <laughs> I think there's like there's like different nuances with like if it's an immigrant to the UK or immigrant to the states mm-hmm. or immigrant to Australia and I think you're Very the true. first guest you, who's, you, I think you are the first Australian really yeah. Yeah. oh wow there's a lot of us over here yeah, yeah, as well Kayla Settle uh, she's no she's I, she's no, not no, Australian yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, she's cool. Polynesian I think I'm yeah, happy yeah, to be a first yeah yeah but yeah my parents emigrated to Western Australia like I think it was a good solid 35 years ago or something but you know all, both of my brothers were born in Zimbabwe and mm. then they came over to Australia and then they had me oh um, so you are the only the only one wow. yeah, yeah like it's a bit of like cross-cultural mm-hmm. conflict mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. the household mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember those times I'd like 
go to school and come back home and be like, well, the white kids said this to their parents. <laughs> My parents are like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, I am in a world of trouble. Yeah, right. <laughs> they did not like warn me about <laughs> the consequences yeah. of this. Um, but yeah, so it's, it was a very kind of unique experience mm-hmm. growing up. And, you know, I remember being in my high school and being like, you know, the only if not one of a couple of like black kids in you know in school so it was just a very different way to grow up mm-hmm. like um you know it's no wonder i love storytelling now because mm-hmm. I'm, i've got a few yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so what about like the expectations like were your parents because you had your brothers that grew up there but mm-hmm. then like was it something you know the whole you have to go into this field or the, and like it's you, the the typical exactly. doctor <laughs> engineer exactly. lawyer yes yeah. absolutely or accountant or something and it like didn't that. help that like you know both my brothers like one brother went you know his last role was like the coo of like deutsche bank singapore oh my, my other yeah. brother is like you know the head of like channel nine Perth. Oh, oh <laughs> i'm like so i think i want to give up my six-figure job and be an actor oh. like, so I, it was always i remember um I actually played guitar first, I'm a mm. musician first, and mm. I got accepted into a really prestigious institute over there called the Western Australian Academy of Performing Arts mm. for guitar. And I remember like being really excited and telling my parents, I'm like, I'm gonna go to this like guitar school. And they're mm. like, you are not gonna go play <laughs> no, guitar. Right? So there is no such degree, <laughs> yeah. I care what you say. And I like, look, it was my choice and I ended up not doing that. But yeah, there was definite expectations around, you know, especially when somebody's moved their entire life so their children can have a better life. And I get yeah. that mm-hmm. and I respect mm-hmm. that, but. Um, but I'm really grateful for, I had to fight a little bit harder to be able to do what I want to do and mm-hmm. live my dreams. And that's kind of really freaking ha- handy for like landing in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you got that tenacity, if like definitely. people say, no, I'm like, I've heard that before. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> you, you regret it later, but I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have that retrospect, but like now I realize why my parents were the way they are. Yeah, but you know, totally. We're, we're like, we're trash when we're teenagers. So like, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Same. Exactly. Exactly. Guilty. Exactly. <laughs> um, and they moved here with like $500 and stuff. Yeah. So I, I get it, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, same thing with the story, same story. Um, so whenever, you, so when you did want to get into this industry, like what was kind of their reaction? Well, it was a surprise and I kind of came to it a little bit later. Like mm-hmm. I've played guitar since I was 12. So I'd always been a professional musician first, um, you know, which I'd always kind of counted with working other jobs. But it was actually when I went to study my Bachelor of Music that I took acting as an elective and just mm. something just like Clicked. switched yeah. in my brain and was, yeah. I was like oh I know who I am and I know what I'm meant to do now yeah. and so coming at it like a little bit older I think they were just a little more concerned mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like why would you give up this settled life that you have to go and mm-hmm. pursue this um but yeah I think if you know something you just know yeah, yeah. like yeah. And no one can tell you anything that will sway you from exactly. it because you just know what you're meant to do so. yeah and you've spoken really openly about being um an open uh queer yeah. queer person and um being so being a queer person and being a woman of color what kind of struggles or setbacks did you experience early on and what sort of things do you do you still kind of have to deal with now yeah well it's always been interesting like I mean uh, like you know people talk about diversity I'm, I'm really <laughs> going for diversity yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not going for you know you know no one intends to it's part of who I am yeah but um yeah it's different it's very interesting to try and find your place to find your people um you know even just like my family, like they're so great, but initially it's hard because mm. I don't think, you know, families of color are used to people yeah. coming out and yeah. being vocal about it. But I'm so 
glad that we live in the time that we are and you know i'm so honored to win the heath ledger scholarship mm-hmm. and be the first person yeah. of color mm-hmm. and the first person who's openly gay because mm-hmm. i just i don't think that's always that was always accessible and mm-hmm. I, I love the message that it's mm-hmm. sending out there yeah mm-hmm. no, you know i just kind of wanted to get your like your story because we talked about a little bit about we talked a little bit about like being part of a you know people of color and not you know our story of coming out is not as it might not be as um as easy as it's been for other people so for you especially being a, a first generation in this mm-hmm. country like yeah. how how were you a- like how were you able to to I guess navigate that yeah I mean look I just think you, you just have to be very certain of who you are because yeah. it's not easy and because like, there's still a stigma I mean till yeah. now, right now in Africa there's still a stigma totally about it, so yeah and, and it's not only just being a, a queer person but a queer woman of color yeah mm, yeah you know, it, there, there's so many <laughs> It's like a triple shot. Layers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Triple One. minority. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, it, it was very difficult to navigate coming up. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's so your tribe is so important. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it's been brilliant being based in Los Angeles mm-hmm. now because I feel like there there is, like, it's such an eclectic town yeah. and it's so amazing to find people who are like you. Um, and I think also, like, but the industry is changing and I feel like right now I'm, like, really being like welcomed with open arms because mm-hmm. I think people are just have this passion for telling diverse stories mm-hmm. and for seeing something different and they don't always have the people that can do it so it's I just think I'm very fortunate that it, I am at this time of history yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, but um definitely. but not certainly not easy and um you know all I just try to do is just be as authentic as possible it's just one of my values and then um you know just be a good example for mm-hmm. other people so. yeah yeah and going off of that it's like you kind of touched on it already it's kind of being you know, a queer woman of color, or and is there a, I don't want to say, is there a different treatment in the States versus Australia? Mm. Like, how, is, is, it, is it different? Like, um, I, I would imagine it would yes, be that different. But, but I think different on different layers. So mm-hmm. I think uh, in terms of race, like Australia is probably a lot more multicultural and progressive. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. been different, the racial part of me, um, you know, in terms of uh, being an LGBTI person, it's it, like, America's probably more progressive. You guys had um, gay marriage legalized mm-hmm. before we did. Mm-hmm. So I think different parts yeah. are ahead of each other. And I just think it's fortunate that I'm in this industry because I think Hollywood's a pretty progressive industry as well. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, certainly different. And then it's an amazing to, um, you know, the way that um, Hollywood is embracing people of color on screen mm-hmm. is incredible. And mm-hmm. I don't think Australia's there yet. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like a sliding scale of yeah. <laughs> how good everyone's doing That's on each point. Yeah. yeah. Do you go back to Australia? How often do you go back? Well, I haven't been back since I've been over here yeah, which is we like she just moved here yeah oh. like january so oh, okay so you're yeah. fresh it's really fresh so i feel like it's a bit early to kind of be, mm-hmm. you know even my family's like you coming back for christmas right. i'm like mm, <laughs> how long have i got to rsvp there's <laughs> right. a few things going on I've here i've never been have you been to australia no i haven't it's a long way i don't yeah. know i mean i want to go yeah i fear that flight though <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i a, think you'll like it when you get there but it's yeah yeah it's a journey to get 15 there. hours or something oh, crazy that's like, that's like dubai though like dubai's like 16 hours yeah not, I mean, you, you, can watch, you, you can watch how many movies? You watch like a lot of five, movies. You take, movies. You take exactly. naps, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the long. <laughs> so, so, like, true. when did you first know you wanted to be a performer? Was there a certain? You said you um, took a cl- your, your acting class. Yeah, you know? like I think I was probably look as a child. I was very like very much an observer, but mm. kind of theatrical as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then as soon as I picked up the guitar, which is around twelve, that was mm. when it sort of like the seed was planted. Mm. Do you know, you know? What, what was the song first song you learned to play on the guitar? Oh man, hang on, <laughs> like it's right there. <laughs> it's like it was yesterday, but it was like 
I don't know, some random standard, like Michael wrote the book, Bodish, oh, or okay. something like that, or like, you know. Was there like a, what about your first like pop song? Oh, no, were? I think it was, um, it was the Cranberries Zombie. Oh, that, that was, that one. was when I was coming oh, wow. up, right? Couldn't really one. thrash out Is it just one. acoustic or did you do electric as well? Um, I learned on an electric actually. And you then learned I had on an, electric? I did, controversial. Okay. And then I had, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had an acoustic too. Oh, I play guitar, but I only know like five chords. Oh, nice. Oh. Well, tell me one of the songs that you do you have a one that you roll out if people come over? Oh my god! <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, when it's it's just, it's a country song. Oh no! Nice. Yeah, it's like a Tim McGraw. Oh, uh, okay, it's your love. Oh, the one she did with Faith Hill. Oh, and then I learned like more than words. Everyone learn. Everyone but effective. Yeah. <laughs> Date night. You don't play an instrument, Amanda. Like no, no, no. A flute. A I did piano lessons for two weeks and then we stopped. Um, <laughs> You're like solid. No. And you play. You played with like Demi Lovato and like. Yeah. How was that? Oh, like, pretty amazing. Like, yeah. like, you know, even on the acting side of things, like, it's pretty amazing to play with people of that caliber and mm. to be, like, playing stadium-sized venues. Like, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. So, oh, you know, star is pretty born. much don't star have Star is yeah. born. <laughs> Which I went and saw yesterday, yeah. and I yeah, came yeah, home yeah. and picked up my guitar. And you were like, oh, shallow, here we come. <laughs> yeah. Shallow. <laughs> Basically. And, like, who were some of your influence, like, performing performers who were influenced? Musically influenced? or, or music singing? Or both. Acting, yeah. uh, Look, I like musically. I love people who are like out there on the cusp. Like I love like Grace Jones and stuff oh, like that. Yes. I was actually a real like it's hard to tell now, but a real like rock and roll girl growing oh, up. Nice. So did I really you dress loved. the part too? I did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I actually had a friend from uh, primary school who came out and visited me the other day, and, mm. I, and we were in a band together. And I was like, "Do you remember?" I was obsessed with this like god-awful purple lipstick and like these army blue army pants and she's like oh yeah i remember that song. it would it would it would go well over today though well, maybe <laughs> maybe i'm still trying to hide those photos um <laughs> making sure no one ever sees them but um <laughs> yeah um and then uh, you know from an acting standpoint i just love people who are just unapologetic and authentic so mm. i love people like viola davis i think mm, she's just yes. like Dramatic excellence. Yeah. Um, Jeff uh, Jeff Daniels. I, I'm obsessed with Michael Shannon at the moment. Well, I've been obsessed with him for a while. Yeah. Denzel. For real, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I just love the contrast in him. He's so like masculine, but he's like so sensitive. Yeah, yeah. It's and you played, didn't you play Viola's character I did on get stage? To. Yeah. Version, stage version of Doubt. I did. Oh, you. So that, cool. yeah. <laughs> that's a meaty scene. Right, <laughs> yeah. I remember after I got the role, I was like, okay, so how am I going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, it's a beautiful amazing piece of work to work on John Patrick Shanley's mm -hmm. incredible and I mean for a month I just got to give a performance that's written for you to bring it home so yeah. I was one of my favorite favorite um, yeah, acting moments that scene that's like honestly that's like the only scene I really <laughs> yeah. remember right I yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. right and it just it's oh it just sets you up for success because it's just so emotional mm. and I, I'm still one of my favorites today. I've never seen the stage version but is it true in the stage where they never show kids yes they okay. never show the kids yeah. which I think is kind of cool it would be yeah. like yeah. you know because in the movie they obviously like I think they have to show the kids in the movie but I yeah. Yeah, yeah, to bring like to expand the world yeah. out a bit. Yeah, oh, that's totally. Interesting. So how do they do it without showing the kids? That's what makes well, it so good, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you're always talking about what's not there. Yeah. And, you know, 
So amazing. talk about I, I thought I saw the trailer for Little Sister. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so going from deeply dramatic yeah, no. to <laughs> hilarious Super. stupidness. Yeah, no, kind of reminded me of um, a little bit of chewing gum. I don't oh know yeah, why. yeah. I was like, right. this, this is, and I love chewing gum. Yeah. Um, tell us about it because you wrote and directed and produced and started. I in did. It too. Yeah. yeah, I always knew I wanted to create my own work. Like mm. I've you know at school I was very into English and all that type of thing. And then um, I just didn't know what to write. And I remember one time just being at brunch with one of my friends and I was like oh you know because that time that I was a mentor in the big brother big sister mm. program and he was like wait what <laughs> like it was like this whole other side of me yeah. he had never seen before and was like I just loved the like the turn in the reaction that he had was just like so funny I was like okay maybe there's something in this and then mm. I yeah based on that concept I went home and and wrote and I think I wrote it within about a week and oh, it just nice. felt very organic and you know and it was quite fun to shoot and I incorporated yeah. some random stories we should real tell life. so what's like let's just for people who don't know yeah what's, like what's the premise yeah, of, yeah. Of, of the show okay so the premise is there is uh, a really irresponsible character who just has not grown up her whole life and she gets partnered with this girl to mentor her mm -hmm. as part of her community service and you know the irony is that the little girl ends up teaching her more about life love mm -hmm. and responsibility than than the actual mentor does and then um and this was something I did intentionally is just the lead character just happens to be gay because mm -hmm. Like I'm all for diversity and inclusion on screen, but it has to be like the right way and authentic. And I think what I hope to do with, with you know, having people of um, LGBTI backgrounds on screen is just to normalize it. Yeah. So I think yeah. there's just been a time where it was just like, depressing coming out stories and blah, blah, blah. and they served a yeah. purpose and they were totally necessary. But I think like, it shouldn't be a thing that you blink your eyelids at. Yeah, no. I, I was thinking about it the other day, like why do people still have to have a coming out story? Right? You know? Yeah. Like it's like I think it's it's slowly coming together. Like you, know? you don't like, need to do yeah. like it's like you can just be yourself and totally. what, you know, if they see it's like I don't know. I think that we should we should I mean, they're great stories for you know, helping other people that might come be scared out, yeah. to come out. But totally. I just think like if we want to normalize it, then like these Just let them live yeah, their let life. Them yeah. live their you don't life. have to have this big out exactly. Yeah. Like in charmed, like <laughs> You just find out in one scene she's a lesbian. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. And you just kind of accept it, right? Exactly. You're like, okay, okay, she has a girlfriend. Okay, yeah. moving on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. I, I think yeah. there's like their shows are slowly starting to do. To that. like, yeah, yeah, I think so too. You're right. Because yeah. The Charmed is a good example. Of but like there still are, you know, no, you I mean, still we were just talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, there's not, yeah. well, that's another conversation. Let's not ruin the movie. But no, I saw, I think the other day I saw an article, an actor came out and did this big article about, you know, coming out. And I was just, thinking I'm like oh, why do people still have to have coming out stories yeah. you know, like, I, I'm with you yeah like yeah. It's, I don't know I mean if it's for the period time like if it's set in the 50s then yeah it makes sense like mm. you know well yeah, no yeah. this is no this was just a brand like an article that would came yeah, out that's yeah. why it was like I just, I just it was a random thought in my head I'm like why do people still have to do that but, but maybe yeah. one day it's like yeah, it'll it just be normal maybe yeah. 50 years from now when we're pro well, none of us will be here <laughs> 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 no I'm sorry I got, I got another 50 years in me I'm going till I'm 90 um, and so yeah, you talked about this earlier about being the recipient of the Heath Ledger Scholarship. Yeah. So what's next for you? What can you what can you tell us? Um, well, it's yeah. been a very busy time, mm -hmm. and I've been doing a bunch of things about you know getting my team in order and that mm -hmm. type of thing. So like basically, yeah, as soon as soon as that mm -hmm. happened, yeah, yeah. like everything changed, and mm -hmm. I'm meeting lots of very amazing filmmakers, directors, execs, casting people, and mm -hmm. you know just still in the final stages of assembling my team. So mm -hmm. I think from the signs of it, it seems like there's going to be amazing 
incredible things coming up ahead. So, oh, good. But, you know, yeah. it's still a couple of weeks in, so the dust hasn't quite settled yet. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, but still, but that's good. No, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. So do you, I mean, do you have anything that you want to do? Like, do you have like a bucket list or like a, an order of things you want to do first? Like, do you want to get into like the writing and producing of your own thing? Or yeah, I mean, like I an think Issa Rae route or, totally. Yeah. Um, I am definitely leaning towards people who more see me as like a holistic artist. Um, I think that's definitely a path I'm going to take. I always want to be creating my own stuff. I feel like as a person who's lived a very diverse life, I have incredible stories that I want to share with the world. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I think I will always be writing in the background and I think it's just about me finding the right people who see that and go, yes, we're going to put that on the forefront. So yeah. Okay. Cool. We like to transition to this, like our last portion of, of the interview where we'd like to ask a lot of fun questions just right. to wrap it up in a nice way. So <laughs> we call it the facts, yeah, the, the FAQs. Fa- I always have to say that. Yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so first question, would you rather sit all day or stand all day? Oh, oh that's a horrible one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. I think I'm going thinking about this too deeply, but stand. Really? Okay. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> no, my legs are going to get sore. Right? Exactly. <laughs> because like sitting all day, back starts to hurt. True. Well, like one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah. you're standing too, that's why that's like, would you, would you, would you, would you rather Because like when you're on a, like, when you're on a plane ride for like 15 hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. true. You, wanna, you don't want to walk. That's true. You don't want to walk. You got bed sores. You got bed sores. Yeah. I yeah. hate standing for prolonged times. So. Yeah, right. What's your yeah. limit? This is why, yeah. you know, I don't, I swear you don't, I mean, I don't have a limit, but I don't like going to clubs where I can't sit down or like, mm. or like events where like there are no seats, you know, yeah. sometimes like you go to these events, they have like, oh, reserve seating for all the, like the the important people I guess and the rest of you guys have to stand you're like so. I'm not doing it I'm like no I'm, I'm not. not doing it yeah well, I think I'm a very active person so yeah, I'm standing so, no, I sense. think I would mm. rather stand all sense. day I mean some, I mean, I was a host at a restaurant once and I stood <laughs> all day <laughs> I had a cracker is this barrel. Stockholm syndrome yeah. you're like I just want to stand again <laughs> um, so if you knew that you only had one year left to live what would you do Everything. Okay, everything. Like, everything. I'd be standing, I would be <laughs> sleeping, <laughs> I would be doing everything. You'd like, be standing all year. <laughs> all year, the whole time. That'd That's be like, what wow. you do. You'd stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, she really stood for something. Right? <laughs> I know, right? That was such a dad's joke. No, that is a good dad's joke, <laughs> I like that. Couldn't help it. Um, so who was the last person you called a text, and what was it for? Yeah. Uh or let's say text. I mean, do you? How often do you use the phone? <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you know what a text is? Yeah. <laughs> do you know how to make a phone call? Yeah. Um, like, do you use? Do you call people still? Like, old I, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, because that's a thing. Like, yeah. um, I, I feel like I do for because I have to for kind of business yeah, yeah, a lot. Okay, but, um, but like you know, like socially, like you're socially like, kind like, of intimate, yeah, socially, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like, do you call your friends or your siblings or your parents? I do actually, and okay. I think it's because like I'm so time poor. Like I try to okay. make up for like not being in your life all the whole time so I'm like let's talk on the phone yeah. for 30 minutes yeah. and that's they're like I know what you're doing <laughs> that's a good point yeah I'm a texter yeah, I text yeah text yeah. is like easy yeah. but it's I so actually do call a lot though yeah I don't call I, I call I my parents once in a while when I need money <laughs> right. right exactly 
and you do have like the same green light. Yeah. Hey, mom and dad, like really what's going on? Cheery. Yeah. Yeah. No, my parents. I used to when I when I when I used to call my parents when I used to ask for money. I would. You could never. You could never text. That was like one thing. My mom was like, if you need money, do not text me. All right. But it was like like an African thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've got that one too. Yeah. So, but no, I yeah, I get I get in trouble for not calling. Does your dad talk? Like my dad does not talk. No, my dad does talk. It's like trying to pull teeth or something. He's like like. Sometimes he'll answer my mom's phone, and I'll be like, "Why did you answer? You're not gonna <laughs> talk to me." You hate this. Why yeah. are you doing this? He's like, oh, "Hey, big guy." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, hey, big guy, what's going on?" And then I start talking, and he goes, "Oh, here's mom." Yeah. Like in the middle of the- <laughs> just halfway through your sentence. Wait, does your do you, does your dad does your dad say bye when he hangs up? That's another Mine thing. My, my dad doesn't say bye when he hangs really? up. He well, just hangs up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, what does my mom do? I'm trying to think. My dad passed away a while ago, but my mom like um. I didn't know. She, I think she says bye like five times. Oh. And it's an ordeal. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Let's go live our lives yeah. and do things. Oh, okay. One more thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah okay. no, right? Oh. But do yeah. we answer the question? Who do this? Oh, did I just get around that? Yeah. You're such a politician. Yeah. <laughs> You'll right. never know. Oh. Uh, what was it again? Oh, who did you call her? Well, let's say, who oh. did you text last, I guess? Can Are you going to, oh, do you, oh, you yes. care to share? Oh, God, it's probably going to be so boring. It's going to say, okay. Yeah, I think it was like, just me saying like, okay, great, thanks. Like, oh, yeah. or, or saying someone how cute someone's baby was. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, that's you know, cool. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, feels so, not salacious. Right? <laughs> our, our last no question. Scandal there. Our last question we ask everyone is: there like an underrepresented voice in the industry, uh, right? Whether it's an actor, <laughs> too <writer>. many. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Producer, or creator that you're like you think deserves even more time in the spotlight that you're kind of following that you kind of want yeah. to shine to. Um. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, this dude's like just like starting to really tear it up. He's probably doing more stuff than me, so it probably doesn't need a shout out. <laughs> but um, one of my really great friends over here is uh, Clark Moore, who's okay. an amazing actor who was in Love Simon, and he just <gasps> he's, he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah. awesome. You know the guy with the yeah, yeah, he's so amazing. So I just think he's such a talented performer, and he writes as well. He's a dear friend, so I always oh. want to send him as much love as possible. But um, he's super talented, and he just came off Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and he's a rock star. So please go check him out, people. Nice. And love and you, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hi, hi, boo. Well, cool. Well, Charmaine, thank you so much. Thank you for, for being. Oh my god, my pleasure. You guys are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're so great fun too. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. And I, yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wanted to say I'm like I'm turning into my mom. I'm like one more thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, person. Are you guys oh, yeah, still there? Yeah. <laughs> um, bye. Did I say that already? Bye. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.